Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the second book of Kings. <coughs> we are in the middle of chapter 9. We just read of the assassination <coughs> that Yehu um, uh, killed uh, Yehoram, the king of the north. And now we are about to read of the fate of Ahaziahu, the king of the south, who was there present at the same time as they had been allies. We are about to read verse 27. As soon as <coughs> the uh, Yehoram was killed and his body thrown into the field of Nevayot, we turn our attention to Ahaziah, Melech Yehuda, the king of Judah. He saw what had occurred. And he ran through the uh, garden. Uh, the, 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 the pathway that led to the garden. Um, so he chased at Yehu, and so Yehu chased after him. And he said, He too, strike him dead, shoot him dead, uh, while he is riding his chariot. In other words, just has, had been done to uh, Ahaziahu. gur asher et and do it at the uh, the Ma'alei Gor, the ascent, the mountain or the slope that leads up to the place called Gor, which is near the place called Yivlaam. Vayanas Megiddo, and he ran towards Megiddo, Vayamas Sham, and he died there, also assassinated. Vayarkivu Osoavadav Yerushalayma, and his servants, the servants of Achaziah, carried his dead body to Jerusalem. Vayikbru Oso, and they buried him, Bikvurato. In his grave, in Mavotav, together with his fathers, Be'ir David in the city of David. Because remember, Ahaziah was a descendant of David. We're going to get back to Ahaziah and the kingdom of Judah later, but we're going to go back and focus on, on, uh, on the northern kingdom and the coup of Yehu. So, however, before that, we're just reminded, Uvishnas Ahaz Esrei Shona, it was during the 11th year of Yoram ben Achav that Malach Achaziah al-Yehuda, that Achaziah became the king over Yehuda. It's just a little side note, just to remind us <coughs> of how Achaziah and the southern kingdom, how the history uh, kind of worked together. Vayavo Yehu What did Yehu do now? Yehu now went back to Yisrael, right? After chasing um, Achaziah and having him killed. And Izevel heard. And what was her response? And she put like eye makeup on her eyes. And she made her, her face and her, her hair look nice and pretty. And she looked out the window. The, 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 the image of Izevel reacting in this way, as if somehow getting dressed up all pretty will somehow, she'll be able to use her charms. Remember, how he, um, Yehu criticized her as using very, very graphic language, Zenuneha, um, uh, right? Her whoredom is the best translation. It's, it's deliberately versus use a, a, a crude description of her and her way. And having, you know, he's coming back to kill her and she's clearly thinking, well, I'll try to do this in order maybe I'll somehow seduce him or somehow. He won't kill me if I look beautiful or something. It's just a very pathetic image being painted of Izevel at this point. One would think at least, I don't know, she'd try to run, I don't know, something. But 
this is this was her response. And Yehu comes in the gate, Vatomer, and she says, and again, the same term, Hashalom, is there peace? In other words, even she is asking now, are we okay now? You know, me and you, maybe me and you can do this together. Like, like you know, or, or, or do you still want to kill me too? And, and what did she call him? She said, Zimri Hori Gadonav. Is there any peace between you and I? You, you Zimri guy? Now, Zimri is the guy who was also a officer, was a military officer, and he led a coup against Basha, who was a former king of Israel about 100 years prior to this, right? Now, um, so Zimri, but if you recall, Zimri didn't last very long. He ended up getting overthrown very quickly, right? He didn't have a lot of support. So by calling him a Zimri guy, by calling him a Zimri, it's like saying, you know, you rebelled against the king, it's not going to last long. So let's just uh, not continue with this coup here and let's, 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 work, let's work together because this is not going to last long. All you are is a conspirer just like Zimri was. But unfortunately for her, this was not to, uh, to help her. And he looked at the window um, and he, see, he sees her standing there talking to him this way, and he sees the window by Yomer, and he says, me, E.T., me, who is with me, right? Who is it? In other words, he looks around the room, and she obviously had servants standing there with her. Are you guys with me, or are you with her? Which one are you going to take? By Ashkifu, a love, Shnaim Shlosha Sarisim, and two or three of her eunuchs, right? A Saris means a... a um, servant of the king, and literally means a eunuch, so two or three eunuchs, right, who were in charge over keeping her and, and guarding her, um, looked at him, Vayomer, and they said, Shimtua. No, they looked at, at, I'm sorry, they looked at him, and then he said to them, Shimtua, throw her out the window, Vayishmetua, and immediately they picked her up and threw her out the window. Vayizmi dama el-hakir, and her blood splattered when she hit the ground. Her blood splattered onto the wall via lasusim, and uh, splattered on the horses via misena, and the horses trampled her. So, um, <clears throat> and what was his reaction? And this is kind of unusual. And this starts to get until this point, our heart was to some degree. Um, uh, sympathetic to Yehu, and he's 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 uh, executing a corrupt and evil king, and even this execution of Izevel, which didn't really have to go this way, it was pretty dramatic. He could have had her executed in a more normal fashion, but instead he had her thrown out the window. But then Vayavo Vayocha Vayesh. Then he goes into the house after committing this act, and he sits down and and eats and drinks and has a party. Um, which starts to get us to wonder about what kind of a person this Yehu was. He was the one who was loyal to Eliyahu, the prophet, so much so that God wanted to anoint him and asked to anoint him the king to take over and be an, uh, the messenger, the one who carries out the vengeance of God. Um, he seemed to be close and have a relationship with the Bnei He could definitely commanded loyalty among the people. There must have been a lot of positive qualities. But he was also described as Mishuga, someone who was just crazed, not thinking, just acting out of such zeal without even thinking about what he's doing. And now the person who doesn't think 
The person who's not considering what he's doing, who just acts out of pure anger and pure contempt, now he just goes and sits down and eats. And he says, After a while, while he's eating and drinking this, you know what? Go and, and take care of that cursed woman that we threw out the window. Go get her body and bury her somewhere. Like, give her some sort of respect, right? Because she happens to be a queen, right? She's the daughter of a king, right? In other words, she herself is useless, but she's the daughter of a king, so let's, let's respect her body. Remember, she was uh, a daughter of a, of a king of, of Tyre, of a foreign king, but nonetheless, she's, you know, we should um, respect her body. So they went to bury her below Matsuba, and they didn't find any of her kiim all they could find was her skull and her feet and her hands everything else had been devoured and they came back and they told yehu this is this is the word of god that god spoke to his servant elijah tishbi the tishbite lamar israel that in jezreel that the, the dogs are going to eat the flesh of Izevel. So, yes, that was predicted by God, but, but the, just the idea that he does this and then sits down to party, and while he's partying, the dogs are eating Izevel, and he couldn't even, with, didn't even have, you know, the wherewith, he didn't stop for a moment and say, let's, let's just bury her because, you know, she, after all, was the queen. It's just a, a little bit disturbing, but things will get more disturbing as we read further. And again, this is continuing with the with the uh, repetition of the of the uh, curse that God had pronounced through Eliyahu against Izevel that her, her nevela, her carcass, right, shall be like a um, like like a pile of garbage. A pile of 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 of, of, of feces on the uh, on the field in the portion of Israel. Remember, Israel is the is the area is the region where that that terrible uh, corruption that that was instigated by her, by which they trumped up the false charges against Navot, and had him executed and took away his belongings. Asher Leomru that they should never say Zosi Zevel. We don't want anyone to ever come to her gravesite and say, oh, this is Izevel, but rather she, there's nothing left of her body to even go and have a, you know, a shrine you know, someday down, down in the future. This concludes chapter 9, but it does not conclude the story of, 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 of Yehu's coup. But uh, we'll stop here having concluded chapter 9. We're going to read chapter 10, which gets even more gory if you haven't had enough gore yet. Um, and again, as I promised, we will uh, go back and discuss the entire story of Yehu to get a little bit of a sense of what to learn from this. Thank you so much for studying this together with me. Looking forward to studying chapter 10 and the rest of this book of Kings. Have a wonderful day.